Well, it is time for Meatless Monday, and as always on a Monday afternoon, this time it is a hearty welcome to Mary Ann Shearer. Hello, Johan. How are you? I'm fantastic in yourself. You had a good weekend, Mary Ann? Absolutely. Nice and quiet. Tomorrow, the 22nd of August, is World Plant Milk Day. Oh, really? Mmm. Oh gosh! I have. I, I, I can't keep in touch with all these, <laughs> all these days. Different days <laughs> that come and go. Well, World this milk plant day. Milk milk plant day, and it's going to be a very very interesting. I on my Facebook page, I there are four ways of uh, um, creating your own milk, which is uh, absolutely fantastic for me because buying almond milk and soy and all this stuff at uh, the different supermarkets is really getting very expensive. And it's so easy to make, Johan. You know, really, it's just a matter of taking the seeds or the nuts, like sunflower seeds, make very cheap plant milk. Mm-hmm. doesn't have as tasty a taste as, say, almond milk. But honestly, cashew nuts, almonds, whatever nut or seed you like the flavor of, pumpkin seeds, you can just, even sesame seeds, if you blend it with a high-speed blender, you can make sesame milk. And all you do is just grind it up with water, until it's creamy and smooth and strain it to get all the bits and pieces out. Mm-hmm. And you've got milk. And I've got milk. And you milk. freeze it in ice cubes and use one ice cube at a time. It's the cheapest way to do it, really. When people say to me, we're going to buy plant milk, I'm like, make it, man. It's so yeah. easy. Well, there's also um, the focus on the dairy industry, in uh, the international dairy industry, is uh, it's just so upsetting that... Uh, I have decided that it is time for me to do my little share now. And, um, yeah, we're going to talk about cheeses and stuff in future uh, because it's, it's, it's something that we really need to be introduced to. Yeah. And I know that people are very scared when they think about Meatless Monday, but they shouldn't be. You know, at the end of the day, I was uh, having this conversation over the weekend. A friend of mine said, oh, you know, my steak with my mushroom sauce. And I said, you know what? What is making your steak so- <laughs> tasting so delicious is the mushroom sauce. Exactly. And you can still using cream or milk, you can. Use cashew milk, which cooks thick like it's got cream in it. It's amazing when you heat it; it goes thick and creamy. We make the most amazing dishes with cashew milk, and that's the easiest milk to make. So we shouldn't be scared. Milk. Yeah, that's. And then you cook it; it goes creamy and sets like cheese. And people swear we've put cheese on our pizza. Yeah, and it's just cashews. Oh, uh, isn't that wonderful? Well, we're, we're going to go through the whole process because I also just want to uh, tell our listeners that it is a process. You can't just decide today. I mean, we've all got hearts for animals and stuff, and we want to stop the abuse. But you can't just say, "Okay, I'm now going to become vegan." It's a process, and uh, and this is why we've got this program. People that just give up meat in one day are the ones that last two years or two months, and then they just they give up and they go back because. It, it does need to be a process, and it's one of the reasons why I developed a program called 100 Days to Health, because it helps you get to that place slowly without actually giving up anything. Mm-hmm. But as you go along, you're eating more and more plant food and benefiting from it and feeling amazing, and you never feel like you give anything up, but you get to a point where you think, oh, my word, I feel like so much better when I eat yeah, more plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And the taste... I mean, I it is amazing what is happening to my taste buds. Um, I know. Never, ever have I tasted and had this amount of beautiful food that I'm having now. And it's purely because it's plant products. And, oh, gosh. Yeah. You're quite right, Johan. I mean, really, there's so much to experiment with. And all we think of is how to cook our steak on the brow or our <laughs> We don't think, you know, okay, 
like there's so much. I was just we were talking about potatoes with you earlier on, and yeah, how yeah. people love potatoes. And one of the best things to do with a potato is just wrap it in tin foil and throw it in those burning embers in that braai. Yeah, there is nothing nicer than a potato done in a braai. And then you drizzle some olive oil on it, some herb salt, and then you could take those mushrooms which you could make with a creamy cashew sauce on their own and pile them on top or a nice tomato and onion or tomato and leek sauce. And leeks are so much more delicate flavor than mm, onions. You start mm. to experiment with just the the, the, the the vegetables in the group. Instead of just using a old-fashioned brown or white onions with the brown skin, you now start using red onions. And you're like, oh, yeah. my word, these things are amazing. Mm, mm. <laughs> because you, you're so much more, you get so much more creative when you start talking and thinking in a plant-based way it's just it's just incredible and and also the interesting thing now that's happening to me uh, uh, marianne is that everybody wants to come for for dinner and lunch because yes. they know that they're going to get uh, a vegan food yes. and, uh, um, and 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 i'm so proud i i love the idea and they sit there and they go wow this is absolutely amazing and 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 every and then the whole discussion of, of course around the table is about food and how you can change your your diet um so i'm i'm getting there i am i'm very and i'm sure i'm sure you get people saying I'll, i'd be vegan if i could eat like this every day it's exactly what they say i will <laughs> eat like this every day of my life and i said but you can you can it's not that difficult and, you know and it's part of the reason we ended up opening a restaurant is because people just said can i just move in with you because it's so easy <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's just you have to just kind of stop and think you know, what could I do with peas that's not just taking a frozen pea and sticking it on the stove and heating it up? And in fact, you don't even need to boil those peas. You can just put them in a pot with ice yeah, water yeah. and warm them through. And then there are 101 different things you can do with peas to make them interesting. And we'll talk about that another time. We as well. can, we can. But it is, it's, it's so, there is so much that you can do with your vegetables. And, and if we look at something like the humble potato, I mean, gosh, people are told to avoid these things and don't eat it and don't do this and they're fattening and all the rest of it. But I can tell you this, if you bake a potato and you eat it instead of with look, olive oil on it, it's delicious, but it's better to leave the oil off if you're trying to avoid gaining weight uh-huh. and rather put a vegetable sauce on it, like a nice tomato and onion, tomato and leek sauce, a nice mushroom sauce or a pile of mushrooms. You can do any kind of veggies. You could make a nice, beautiful vegetable sauce and you can put that cashew milk in it or almond milk to give it creaminess and pile it on top of a potato. Your skin on your potato, just under that skin, has got, contains more nutrients than any other part of the potato. So you must eat the skin. Uh-huh. And the fiber is very high, obviously, in the skin as well. So whenever I cook with potatoes, I always try to include the skin. Whether it's, I'm making a potato and leek soup, the skins go in. If I'm making... Um, mashed potatoes, I'll leave the skins in. If we do potato salad, which is one of my favorites, to make a... And I am not a potato salad lover, you know. I grew up in typical South African home, and we kept getting given beetroot salad, uh-huh. covered in vinegar, which used to freak me out as a kid. Firstly, <laughs> this thing bled all over my plate, and I couldn't stand the sight of blood. <laughs> and then it was just like vinegar, sharp vinegar taste, which is not great for most kids. And then out would come the potato salad, like drowning in mayonnaise, which was tangy again. Uh-huh. And, and then the mayonnaise used to go all snotty on the potatoes. It used to freak me out. And then, you know, you were lucky if you got a decent carrot salad, and that was kind of it growing up in South Africa. So now when, you know, I've come up with um, a warm, um, warm uh, potato salad, which is just delicious. One of them I named after my 
youngest daughter, Meredith. In fact, that's her potato salad. She came up with the recipe. But I never made potato salad because I hated it. And then my my daughter, Meredith, just decided one day when she was about 12 or 13, she was going to make a potato salad. And she made it with potatoes. They were warm still because she just basically steamed them in a tiny little bit of water with a lid on, with the skins on, and then cut them up while they were warm. And then she added to that um, three finely chopped spring onions. It was four to six baked steamed potatoes uh-huh. and then a finely chopped celery stalk to add that crunch so as you're eating the potato it's not just mushy you've got this lovely crunchiness in it and then a um, bit of um, freshly chopped parsley parsley is now one of the wonder foods again it's huge very high levels of chlorophyll high levels of uh, lutein and zeaxanthine which help your eyesight improve so mm. hide the, cel- the parsley in wherever you can and then she loves sharp and um, tangy tasting stuff and she put in very finely julienne radishes tiny little strips of radishes in there and then you can pile it with cashew mayonnaise and what the thing about cashew mayonnaise it doesn't go snotty like normal mayonnaise it goes creamy and it's got like substance and texture to it it just it's so much nicer than normal mayonnaise and honestly it's so easy to make it's just cashew nuts water lemon juice mustard powder or seeds some garlic and herb salt and that's kind of it and mm-hmm. some olive oil dash of extra virgin olive oil it's the easiest thing in the world to make and you pile it on top of your potato salad um, and you serve it at room temperature it's like you don't even want to eat the main course when you've had that <laughs> potato salad there's, there's many other potatoes there's, you can do a warm potato salad with capers and avocado and of course it's still avo season mm. it's not getting a little bit more expensive as the year goes on We've got um, baked potatoes. You can either bake with steamed potatoes and have them warm, and then you're going to add some capers to that. Now, capers are the bud of a nasturtium plant that have been pickled, so they've got a sharp taste to them, and they are very salty. So they're too salty, you can rinse them or soak them to get some of the salt out, mm-hmm. and then you take the capers and you chop them. You don't want to get a whole mouthful of a caper because they're just too salty and too mm-hmm. strong, so mm-hmm. chop them nice and fine. And then again, you can add olive oil onto that salad or the cashew mayonnaise. You can choose between them. Um, chopped spring onion, a bit of lemon juice, um, and that's basically it. Wow. And then you, you pile the potatoes on top of a bed of lettuce leaves, and then you just dice some avocado and throw those on top. Don't mix them in, otherwise it goes all mushy. Mm-hmm. So as you dish up, you're taking some lettuce leaves and a pile of those potatoes or the capers in it and the avocado on Ooh, top. Oh, man. Man, it is. I'm telling you, when you eat that, you don't need anything else to eat. It's just just phenomenal. And you 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 know you could you could replace the capers with olives if you'd prefer to do it and sun-dried tomatoes and you know, fresh fresh basil in a potato salad with tomatoes and olives. It's like a Greek potato salad. So you can you can play around with potatoes. Mm. And they're so maligned, you know. We go on about how fattening, as I say, they are, and yet they're one of our best sources of potassium. And potassium you need for all your your nerves to work properly and for your muscles to contract. So if you're trying to get better muscle tone, you need potassium. And people on a traditional processed diet don't eat enough potassium at all. And um, potassium comes from all our fruit and vegetables. And so if we're eating just mainly processed foods and packaged foods, we're not going to get enough. Enough, We get too much sodium. And then we end up with another problem. You know, it could end up with muscle cramps, or you just end up not getting that decent muscle tone. 
And the more plant food I eat, and I know every single person who exercises says the same thing, the better your muscle tone is when the more plant food you eat. Mm-hmm. It's just you get more muscle definition because you've got enough potassium for your muscles to contract. And every time they contract, they're getting stronger and they're getting bigger. And that's what you want. You want muscle definition and you want strength. Well, that, so think, really, eat think, potatoes to get strong, have a delicious meal, get your stomach working properly, and they make you happy too because they raise your serotonin levels, which is uh, what makes us happy and sleep uh, well uh, at night. That's exactly. And, and, and uh, thank goodness that uh, athletes have now realized um, that that's the direction to go. Yes. And more and more people are stepping out saying this is the, the way potatoes. to do it. They take the potatoes in little little bags, little uh, Ziploc bags, especially the cyclists and they're on their bikes and they're doing long distance and the triathletes and the Ironmen, they're taking little baby potatoes. I know De- Gary Tirola does this and he's a, he's a top, top um, um, Ironman, Ironman um, yeah. in, in Cancun. I mentioned last, last week and he's here in the Hel- Hel- Helderberg area. Um, he takes little baby potatoes in his Ziploc and he has them, just tosses them in a bit of herb salt and olive oil and he, he pops a couple of potatoes in his mouth while he's riding along on his bike and he says they sustain him like you can't believe. Wonderful. Mary Ann Sherrow with me, of course, Mary Ann's Emporium, uh, that in Gordon's Bay, telephone number 021-856-2500, 021-856-2500. What I want you to do is go and book, go for a meal, they're open between 9 and 4 in the afternoon and go and taste make up your own mind it's your process it's meatless monday with mary ann on a monday afternoon i thank you and we'll speak again mary ann next week same time same place awesome johan if people are looking for the recipes they're on maryanns.com as easy as that fantastic thanks very much have a beautiful day just bye-bye bye right 28 past 12 93.6 fm